Hey guys and gals, it's Nico with today's Thought Load. I got a, a cool story to tell today and hopefully some of this information people will be able to use in their own journeys in life. And uh, the moment that I had recently was I, I bought a house. Um, cool life moment. And I wanted to share some of the specifics behind my story and and why I actually felt fairly calm throughout the process of buying a home. Um, and oddly enough, it had nothing to do with a realtor uh, or the, the people involved, at least the people I dealt with. I think it all started by the way that my parents raised me. Since I was a kid, my dad had me help him out with outdoor stuff, landscaping, mowing the yard. We built stairs for a back, backyard patio. We built trellises. We built all kinds of things that have to do with home improvement. And that was just on the outside. We also did interior work. We pulled wire, installed new fans, installed new light switches, built shelving, um, painted a ton. And all of those moments that I had growing up helped me in the process of buying a home now. And the funny part about that is I absolutely hated doing all of those things when I was a kid. But in some way, shape, or form, it prepared me for this process of purchasing a home. It helped me understand the type of subtle work that I could do once I purchased a home and maybe things that were outside of my skill level and I would need to pay for. I think that's helpful to understand going into the home buying process because you you have a better idea of how much money you may or may not spend to get things the way you want. If you have no idea how to build shelving or how to anchor something to a wall or something simple like that, you may be paying a contractor to do it and that's going to be even more money, right? Now, granted, all this like landscaping and small project stuff didn't, I don't think that was the bulk of what helped me in the process now, but that was definitely a part of it. I don't think there's very many people that get into a home and they don't have to do anything to it. There's nothing to update. There's nothing to whatever. Now, if it's a new construction, odds might be a little lower (laughs) That you would have to do something, but even then, there's usually something to do from from all the uh, stories I've heard of different homeowners. The other thing that that happened throughout my childhood and upbringing, and even into my college years and beyond, was my mom and I were always curious about homes in general. And if there was ever a like a, a show home that they had in an area or something along those lines, we would go to see that. That would help us give ideas or get ideas for what we would want in in our homes now or in future homes that we may own. Gives us different ideas of design, of managing space, flow of the home, right? And that just helps you build an idea of what you want. 
and what you're okay with and what you're, what you want to live with. If you've never stepped foot into a mansion or into a home that has hidden rooms or um, maybe a wine cellar or cool ways to store uh, extra bedrooms or, I mean, it's endless. If you haven't seen any of that stuff, you may not know what it's like if it's in your home. And so understanding that type of stuff was really helpful. And the, the other thing my mom did with me is every time she was actually in the market for buying a home, she would take me along with her. And listen, I would urge any parent that has a child that is over the age of like nine to, to do that. If you're jumping from house to house and you've got a kid, take him with you. Because the time that I did that with my mom helped me out so much for what I had to deal with in this time now that I had just, uh, just purchased a home. And just to give you an idea of exactly what my mom did, I, I don't want everyone to get the impression that she just took me out to see, you know, three or four homes and, you know, we kind of talked about them afterwards and that was it. No, 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 no. When we moved into the area that I'm in now, this was 20 years ago, my mom took me with her to search for houses. The first day, we saw 19 homes. And every single, every single house had something that she liked, didn't like, things that she wasn't willing to, to budge on, or obviously things that she really liked. So it was intense. But that's, that's my mother. And to be honest, I love that. Because it just, it gets so, you get knocked so much stuff out of the way if you were to do something like that. You're like, all right, cool. I've already seen like half the city, <laughs> at least the houses that are in my, in my range. I've already seen half of them today. And from a kid's perspective, you're hearing some of this stuff. You're seeing different models of homes. You're seeing different areas. You're understanding how different like towns and business centers and different areas around a city kind of connect and work together. You're understanding like how influential is a, a grocery store to this particular town or a movie theater or what have you. you. You learn a lot by seeing a wide variety of homes in a wide variety of areas throughout your life. And again, those those experiences that I had when I was a kid and when I was growing up, they helped me in that process now. Because there's so much nuance to buying a home. I don't want to go into super duper detail with something like this because there's, there's just too much. Now off the top of my head, outside of, you know, going back in time and looking at homes with your parents, something that you can probably do right now it, or whenever you're in the process of buying a home is just make sure that you're researching exactly what you need money-wise and that you're not going above your spending uh, or your available spending. Live within your means whenever it comes to buying a home. 
And also realize that each house that you look at has the opportunity to be yours, but it also has the opportunity to be somebody else's house too. So don't ever fall in love with something so much that you can't stand to lose it. And on top of that, if you found a house that you really like, you're in the process of putting money down, I would always always urge everyone to use licensed contractors and specifically ask for that. Licensed contractor, contractors and workers on any repairs or adjustments that you need in a home. And that just gives you peace of mind. Listen, I know that there are amazing workers out there that are extremely skilled and can do damn near anything and they don't have a license, especially in certain parts of the country and parts of the world. You're just not going to find people with a license. But if you're buying your first home, that's not something you want to think about. So I would, I would definitely recommend to, to ask for that once that time comes. And really feel free to ask your realtor any questions, ask your friends any questions, ask the internet any questions. Because you, you need as, as many perspectives as possible when you're in the process of buying a home. The worst thing to do is kind of get tunnel vision and ignore other options or perspectives and then end up in something that you never wanted. Always, as Jocko says, widen your field of view, understand all of your options, and make the best decision for you. Now, part of this thought load today is related to our budget and money series that we're doing now. And part of it, I intended to help people see and look into the future and see what their future goals are so they can start to prepare for them now. If you're sitting somewhere and you envision yourself in a home in the next few years or year, whatever it may be, and you feel like you haven't done enough to prepare yourself for that, Hopefully, I gave you some some stuff to look into when it comes to buying a house. Because even though you feel like you may not have done enough right now, you still have time. There's still there's still things that you can go and research and there's still heck, look it up right now. Things to do before buying a home and just read an article. You're obviously not going to go and see houses right now. You're obviously not going to you know, close tomorrow on the house of your dreams. But if, if let's say every week you go and find a new neighborhood they're building in your area and you go check it out, you see if they have a, a show house you can, you can check out or a, whatever they're called, I don't know. Start to learn from other things that are happening around you. If there's someone in your family that you know is in the process of buying a home and you're able to actually be there with them during the process, I would, I would volunteer for that. Because then you get to see what they do, ask them questions about the process, and when you encounter similar situations during your home buying process, you'll be prepared. And all it takes is a little thought and foresight to realize that, hey, I'm a 
goal-oriented individual. I'm going to eventually be looking at buying a house. And I want to be prepared to do that. What can I do right now to prepare my, myself for something that I know is coming? And once you've done that, as it relates to a house, once you've prepared yourself for that future goal of having a house, what other future goals can you prepare yourself for? Is there anything else that you can work on or set up today so that tomorrow or two weeks from now, whenever you encounter that goal or that thing that you want to do, it's easier for you? Guys, I just finished, on top of all of that, I just finished reading or listening to David Goggins' second book, uh, Never Finished. And I think he had, or he had a quote in there that I thought was perfect for today's thought load. And uh, I highly recommend checking out that book if you haven't already. And I'm pretty sure Tyler mentioned that as well. So uh, double reference here. But just as I was talking about future goals, I found a quote from David Goggins about future goals. And I'll leave you with this. I'm haunted by my future goals, not my past failures. I'm haunted by what I may still become. I'm haunted by my own continued thirst for evolution. David Goggins. Guys, thanks again for tuning in to this week's Thought Load. And as always, begin the duel, win the day.